You're listening to Fuel Function Focus, the podcast where we talk about mental health, physical wellness, nutrition, and all topics to help you live a healthy life. Here are your hosts, Dr. Mira and Nick Marino Jr. Welcome to the Fuel Function Focus podcast. I'm Nick Marino Jr. here with Dr. Mira. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Super excited to be here today. It's going to be an awesome, fun-filled time here. We have Dr. Wade Parkhill, who's going to be joining us here in a few minutes. But as a brief introduction, we are here to talk about physical wellness, mental health, nutrition, and overall how to be a better you. And Dr. Mary, you have a little bit of experience here, don't you? I sure do. I'm actually a doctor of chiropractic myself, and I am now helping you do this podcast. This is something that really, really excites me because I have a huge passion, not only for chiropractic care in general, but the whole over overall holistic care aspect. So not only do I look at the spine, but we're going to be talking about the brain, the gut, and just overall wellness. Over the next few weeks, we're going to have some great guests who are professionals inside of this area and who will be actually fulfilling your information needs uh, a lot more than I can. Uh, Dr. Mira can speak their language. I'll be here to facilitate the conversation, but let's stop with all the jibber jabbing and introduce our first guest. We are here today with Dr. Wade Parkhill. He's been practicing for quite some time. I don't want to put an age on you, uh, but uh, (laughs) Dr. Parkhill, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, so uh, I'm Dr. Wade Parkhill. I uh, I'm part of the Cures Functional family, and I'm excited to be your first guest. I feel honored. Uh, Yeah, I've been in chiropractic all my life. I'm actually a second-generation chiropractor. My father practiced, and I've been brought up. A little cool tidbit, too. He uh, had the first uh, nutrition health food store in DFW. So I've been around nutrition and been around chiropractic all my life, and uh, I've been an a chiropractor for the last 25 years uh, in this South Lake Keller community, and uh, it's been a it's been a ride. So uh, um, I'm happy to be here and happy to share with uh, with the 25 years of experience. So. so second generation chiropractor. So when was kind of that time that you said, "Wow, this is kind of the route that I want to take." Yeah, so I went and did my uh, prerequisites in San Marcos at, well, this will definitely age me. Uh, Back then it was Southwest Texas State. Now it's Texas State, so uh, that tells you how old I am. But uh, back then I did some pre-med, and then I spent a lot of time in my dad's office and seeing people uh, being healed and getting well through chiropractic and through nutrition, and uh, as opposed to some of the other types of healing and uh, just saw that people were getting well and we weren't having to use drugs and surgery and I just thought wow this is something that I want to pursue and uh, actually made a phone call back when there were uh, actually phones on a wall uh, there weren't cell phones uh, pay phones and called him and said hey I'd love to come practice with you and so I went from Texas State over to Parker here in Dallas and started that road and I uh, actually wrapped up school uh, pretty quick. I did it all year round, did it in three years. So I started practicing when I was 25 years old, uh, which was pretty cool. So, well, yeah, that's about the same age, Dr. Mira, that you were kind of doing the same thing? I yeah, think. so I actually, I graduated from chiropractic school when I was 28. So yeah. I, when I graduated undergrad, I took a little bit of time off because that's when that re- the first recession hit um, over mm. in 2008, 2009. So I took a little bit of time off and found my way to chiropractic um, due to actually some jaw issues, which I'm sure one of our chiropractors would love to dive deep in just a little bit more. But yeah, it's um, 
it that's when we graduate usually right around that time you really learn um where what where you want to specialize in yeah right and so throughout that entire time and and through your years of uh, practicing dr park hill the word wellness probably i feel like has just become such a buzzword in society a lot more than probably it was even a decade ago or even before then. Um, so how has that kind of transitioned throughout time, the word wellness? Yeah, we're seeing that more and more now versus back, you know, when I was growing up younger, uh, most everything was based on symptoms and how you feel. And so, you know, you, you feel good, then you're healthy, which is not really true. We know a lot of people that feel good that are not necessarily uh, healthy. So we're seeing a lot more wellness. We're seeing a lot more prevention. Or, uh, you know, the healthcare model that we grew up on was really more of a system where you couldn't really use it until you were broken, right? Uh, you had to wait until you were in a crisis. And so what's great about what we're talking about here today is that we're talking about prevention. What can we do uh, early on to prevent things from happening? Because we can control that. Uh, you really can't control your genetics, right? I mean, you are who you are. And you can somewhat uh, affect your environment, right? But uh, the thing that we do have total autonomy over is our lifestyle and how we live. So uh, that's where we can make a big shift and really see changes and be preventative. Most diseases and most healthcare problems that we have in this country right now are lifestyle problems. They're things that we can prevent. And usually we wait till we're in a crisis or we wait till we're broken until we go get something done about it. So we're always preaching around here, like, don't wait till you're in a crisis. Uh, and then if you, if you look at the definition of doctor, it's teacher. So we teach all the time about prevention and wellness. So that's I think that's where it's going. Uh, it's there, and uh, I think we're, we're riding the wave right now. So so if you were to look at the Dr. Wade Park Hill Dictionary, instead yeah, of we'll change yeah. out the name of Webster, yeah. and we look up the word wellness, right. what would be that definition to you? Well, I think it, wellness uh, encompasses mind, body, spirit. I think we're looking at all the whole, the body as a whole. We're looking at, you know, is the person uh, have a healthy mind, have uh, peace of mind, have uh, low stress, and then we're also looking at function. Are you able to Are you able to go to the gym and not injure yourself? Or we're looking at um, what are you What are you putting into your body? What kind of fuel? So uh, it goes great with fuel, function, and focus, right? So. Yeah. Um, so, I, and I completely, I'm on the same same boat as you. When we look at wellness, I don't think it's just a physical aspect. I think everyone has a different definition of wellness at this time right now. So when you're looking at wellness, when you're looking at the entire body versus just one single function, I know a lot of people, when they gain just a little bit of weight, they want to run to the gym and try to lose 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. And they stress so much about trying to lose that weight mm -hmm. versus right. anything else. So that stress factor is increasing hormones, which they don't realize. When you increase the hormones, you're actually indirectly gaining weight because you're putting so much stress on something else right. that could be avoidable. Right. So I am completely in line with that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why do you think that it's so important for people to actually focus on wellness? I mean, uh, we're looking at a time right now uh, where society people are, are trapped in their homes and uh, maybe losing jobs like from a from a mental perspective gyms were closed for a time so it may have uh, hit people physically so we're looking at it's different right now but over the last year or two um, why is it so important for people to focus on their wellness well I think we're living longer, right? And so if you really ask the hard question, and I'll, I'll ask you guys this, it's a great exercise. 
what if you what if you actually knew that you were going to live to 94? Like how many people are excited about that, right? And and we had a crystal ball. I feel like I'm excited to a certain time. It's <laughs> right. like 72, like good. Yeah. And then I don't know about these last 20 yeah. years. But. but why is that? Why wouldn't you want to live to 94? What do you think of when you think of 94? We have that perception that I'm going to be on a cane or maybe a walker or a wheelchair. I agree. Um, the number is larger and it's all a mindset. So people see that number versus actually targeting the actual physical well-being of what a lifestyle is. If you, if you keep up with a certain lifestyle, a daily habit, a daily mindset, that's how you're going to keep it moving. A 94 versus 72, it's just a number. Right, right. And so let, let me ask you this question because this is a good – I mean, we do this all the time in our office. So if I have a crystal ball and I know that you two are going to live to be 94, when's the best time to start living healthy? Probably yesterday, <laughs> last <laughs> week, right? Right, right. You don't want to wait. I mean – and so this, we know that people are living longer. It, it should be about the quality of life. And so I'm, you know, I think looking at your, your mental health and looking at your function and looking at nutrition needs to be done today and not when you're, what, 93 or 92. And at that point, you're, you're already broken down. So that's why wellness is so important. Yeah, and I think we we tend to focus more on the negative than the positive. It's it's the small small little actions. Yeah, we call it the base to, hit, the base hits. Yeah, I, I mean a five minute walk is gonna get you moving. That's right. Right. So yeah. it's these little small actions that you take to create a better lifestyle for yourself, and focusing more on the positive than the negative. Yeah. And so as a chiropractor, you really take uh, people probably instantly go to a physical approach from it. No, oh, uh, absolutely. But. Yes. At the end of the day, it's way beyond that. I mean, there's the mental side. I mean, why we call this fuel function focus. Right. So there's the function part right. where the chiropractor steps in. There's the focus part on the mental side. Mm -hmm. uh, but the fuel as well, what we put in our body, how does nutrition play into our wellness? Well, your fuel is everything because uh, we know that there's, especially nowadays, the food that we eat most of the time uh, is inflammatory food. You know, anything in a box or a bag. We know it causes inflammation. So people come into our office because they're in pain, right? And so we give them what they need, right, is to get them out of pain until we can show them. Uh, we, we give them what they want until we can show them what they need is what, I, what I'm saying there. So nutrition is you. So we can coach them through what to eat. And, and oftentimes when we tell people, look, you know, this is not about losing weight. This is about getting inflammation out of your body so that we can get pain under control so you can feel better and then get them get moment it's all about momentum and so there's certain things that you know i always say look if if it's in the fridge you can have it if it's in the pantry you can't so in other words if you stick it on the counter and it's still there two weeks later it's not good it needs to be something if it rots i always if you i'll say if it rots you can have it so pull it out of the fridge you can that's why we have to put it in the fridge because it's healthy for you so simple things keep it simple i always say and if, if man made it, then it's probably not good. Well, most people want a quick fix. Yeah. And that's why we have the pantry for things that are in a box or, or in a can right? or a drive-thru. Yeah. Right. I mean, I feel like every country has made it just easier. And mm -hmm. easy isn't isn't necessarily the lifestyle you want to take if you want to make it to 94. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I've been literally just going through my mind of what's in my pantry and what's in my <laughs> fridge right now, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot more food in the pantry than there is the fridge. And right, I think I'm right. probably not the only one that's listening to this yeah, that yeah. is thinking that as well. Yeah. Well, and, and look at diabetes right now uh, is 30 million. 
if type two diabetics, not type one, type two diabetics in this country, 30 million. Now we know there's 20 million that are pre-diabetic. So that's like, you know, borderline diabetic. And to me, that's like being borderline pregnant, right? I mean, there's not such, I mean, so it's something you need to jump on early on. And we know it's all about insulin and sh so sugar, uh, bread, those, anything that's, uh, I, li I like to do nutrition by colors. Anything that's white needs to stay, you need to stay away from. So sugar, and it's all about insulin. So uh, we could we could do a whole podcast on nutrition. So think. you were just talking about some things that you stay away from. So what are some things that you actually do for your own personal wellness? Okay, well, uh, intermittent fasting is a big deal right now. So when you start, you know, when you start eating, windows of eating, uh, I think people think they have to starve themselves, which is not true. Uh, I eat all the time. It's just a matter of what you're eating and what you're putting in your body. So you need that fuel, uh, but it, you know, veggies, fruits, lean meats, uh, grass-fed beef. Uh, you know, you need to find out: Are you sensitive to certain things? Um, some people are sensitive to dairy. Uh, some people are sensitive to gluten. Those type of things. So we we can find that out. Uh, but just a, some basics are: You need lots of water. About half your body weight in ounces. Uh, you need to make sure you're getting, you know, your macros, your protein, your carbs. So people say, well, I'm just going to go on no carbs. Well, you know, vegetables are carbs. They're just complex carbs. So you still need carbs, especially if you're working out. Uh, you just need to stay away from the simple carbs, the Twinkies and the donuts and, and those type of things. And then, So you're telling me the two for five deal Big Mac that I heard on the radio on the way here, I can't. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> And you mentioned a word, you mentioned fasting. And yeah. when you say the word fasting, not fast so, fooding. No, not <laughs> fast fooding. I'm talking fasting. And not, and like, not starvation. You know, correct. Well, that's what most people rely on right. is when you hear that word fasting, it's like, oh my gosh, Ness, I can't eat. I can't, like, how am I going to function? I have no energy. I have no this. No, you can actually fast for a few hours in the morning, take a quick walk, and then go on your day with your whatever meals that you have planned throughout the day. You can still get five meals in within a decent time. Right. And these are small meals. These aren't right. your your large, let me get two cups of pasta and, and lots of meats and, and, and veggies. And you're out because you felt like you starved yourself. It's a mindset. It's It, it can be done. It's, yeah. it's a lifestyle's choice. Yeah. And my biggest suggestion with people, uh, and I, we've done this a lot in, in Curious, is, is accountability. It's hard to do this on your own. It's it's key to have somebody that holds you accountable. So you know, if you have to make it competitive, or if you have to find somebody to work out with, or you you know your spouse or significant other, whoever it is, uh, y'all you know you can do this together. And, and make as we all look at our watches um, to see the competition, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm kicking Nick's butt right now. I just for I the know, record, I know he's kicking. <laughs> I know he's kicking my butt. I've been looking at his workouts. I didn't wear so, my watch yesterday, okay, so I wore so, a different watch. So, so I didn't. So, but so I'm closer to 94 than you. So. <laughs> don't let excuses be be a thing for yeah, you. That's true. That's true. So outside of on the nutrition side, I mean, you see hundreds of patients mm -hmm. um, on a regular basis. Um, what are some of the things that you're recommending to them for their overall wellness, even from a physical side? Just on a daily basis, uh, I, I, I'm a big believer in journaling. I'm a big believer in, in waking up early and, and staying away from your phone for the first, as hard as it is, for the first 30 minutes of your day. Uh, meditation, prayer, whatever that is for you. Uh, journaling, getting all the, the thoughts that are going through your brain down on paper. 
Uh, I'm real big on that. Uh, just the way you start your day is huge. Uh, and then make sure the first thing I do, I, what I do is a big, drink a big thing of water every morning before I have coffee. Uh, I'm not a big believer in, in putting a bunch of stuff in your coffee. I hate to say it, but uh, that's where you're going to have issues. Uh, and then just throughout the day, being very intentional on what, what I'm feeding myself. And, and so I just coach patients on what I do. And, and it's hard it's hard to tell people or coach people what to do if you're not doing it yourself. And, and so uh, I try to, uh, to, to be a role model. My actions are going to be a lot bigger than my words. It's very so, important to practice what you preach. Yes, yes. So... Uh, I don't know if that answered your question. Oh, absolutely. Um, so what's one thing that you think about from the beginning of your career going into it that you would wish you would have known um, at the start of it that I, you know now? I think that whole mind, wellness mindset. I think when I first started uh, as a chiropractor, it was all about get you out of, I'm going to get you out of pain, you're going to feel better, and then you're good to go. Well, the problem with that is I would see people three or four times a year with the same problem. They'd come back two or three months later, and they, we never really addressed the problem. We were just chasing symptoms. And so if you do that, it, it's great. You get people out of pain, then, then you don't really have an opportunity to coach them or teach them on some of the things that we're talking about today because they're gone. But if you don't get them out of pain, then, you know, so if, you, if you're always talking about symptoms... Symptoms actually get a bad rap, and that's the one thing I learned early is symptoms are your innate ability. Your, your body's trying to tell you, look, there's something wrong, and you need to pay attention to it. And so I think I got caught so much on you know, how somebody felt, and, and it was all about pain and getting rid of pain. And I think you know, the evolution of my uh, uh, career over time has been moving more towards addressing uh, the whole body. And so I, I wished I would have started that earlier on in my career. I couldn't agree more. When I was practicing, I was in that mindset where I had to target just symptoms. Yeah. Um, I work based off emotion versus looking at the entire body. And now with the way evolution is turning and the world is turning and, yeah. and what everyone's mindset is that wellness is key. Mm -hmm. Looking at the mind, the body and the gut as an entire circuit system and an entire unit versus piecing it one by one, I think is very important to look at. Yeah. Yeah. And so through all of this, uh, mm -hmm. not just as a, a chiropractor, um, and from the overall wellness side, I mean, right. at the end of the day, you're, you're running a business, um, you're building this up. So, uh, can you be successful in business without compromising your health? And if so, how? I think short term you can. I think it'll catch up with you, though. I really do. I think you can do it for, for a while, but it eventually catches up with you because uh, if you don't take care of your body, it's eventually going to fail you. And I think you and I were talking about it the other day that uh, your health is, is your wealth, right? And so your business is what creates wealth. And the only way to do that is to, is to be healthy because you're eventually going to burn out. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely agree. And from even from a personal experience, I remember at the beginning of 2019, I saw a picture of myself <laughs> and I, I was an athlete my entire life and then just got into the business world and was just working, working, working and right. wasn't being able to, I felt like I couldn't prepare food and I had to just eat what was right across the street and right. that's, I was pulling from the pantry rather than the fridge, right? And so I looked at a picture of myself and I was like, I'm not posting these pictures <laughs> at all. And I was like, that's not me. And I was right. like, what editing app can I use? And I was yeah. like, I can't 
keep editing myself yeah. and putting a filter on right. what I see every day. Yeah. And so then I had to personally make some different changes. Right. In the, my own life. And the mirror doesn't lie. No, not at all. It's not lying. It's got one of those skinny mirrors. Yeah. Uh, I know the state fair is not happening this year, but like sometimes you just go stand in front of that one and you're like, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. No, I think it's really important. And you did touch on some things where it's like, hey, this is, this is what I was. Like, this isn't who I am. How can I make myself better? And it's by literally doing one step at a time, mm. one minor goal, mm. one little goal to make multiple goals. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day, uh, or I was listening to a, po- a podcast, and they said, you know, a lot of times we think, you know, belief and action, and oftentimes action is what creates belief, and it's not the other way around. So sometimes you just got to go, got to move, and then you start believing in yourself because you get victories, you get little wins, and then that builds confidence. But the number one way to, to destroy your confidence is to, is to not keep your commitments to yourself. Absolutely. Uh, this has been all great information. Is there anything that uh, is on your mind that you would like to leave the listeners with before we uh, end our first episode? You know, I've always I've had a, I've had a quote uh, that I've always uh, loved, and it was uh, it was by I just lost his name, but I'll tell you the quote because it's great. And it, it, Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn said it, and he said, "Don't wish things were easier; just wish you were better." So don't, don't look for the shortcut. Just get out there and do something. And like we said earlier before we, we were talking on this podcast was done is better than perfect, right? Because we're always waiting. I'll just wait till I'm perfect. Well, you're never going to be perfect at it. You just got to go do it and then build that confidence and get those victories. So, so I can't just stand there with a shake weight and hope that <laughs> I get better overall. No. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Park Hill. Uh, Dr. Mira, do you have anything to add? No, I um I appreciate you coming on as oh, our first fun. guest. This fun. is um a great journey. I loved hearing about your story, and I can't wait for you guys to hear for more from the guests that we have here in the future. Yeah, thank good. you all so yeah. much for Dr. Parkhill. Thank, thank you, you again for Dr. Mira. I'm Nick Marino Jr. You've just listened to Fuel Function Focus. Make sure you tune into our other episodes. We can't wait to keep informing you about how to be a better you. You just listened to Fuel Function Focus, the podcast with Dr. Mira and Nick Marino Jr. Feel free to share this podcast with a friend and tune into our other episodes. Remember, good health is the best wealth.